0: In today's show, Bitcoin price forms a new support at 16800 as Bitcoin lures mega whales. That's right, a new 100-week point of control is appearing below $17,000 as the age-old Bitcoin trading range endures. Also in today's show, breaking news, Mt. Gox repayment registration deadline has been moved to March 2023. That's right. The deadline for the base payment, early lump sum repayment and intermediate repayment was also moved from July 31st to September 30th. Also in today's show, Hobby Global confirms 20% layoffs and denies their insolvency rumors. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, crypto lender Genesis lays off 30% more of their staff. I'll be breaking down this latest report. Also in today's show, Silvergate sold assets at a loss and cut staff to cover $8.1 billion in withdrawals. According to the latest report, they also laid off over 200 members of its staff as the contagion continues. Also in today's show, I'll be sharing the boldest Bitcoin calls for this year of 2023, which are a 1,400% rally to a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price or a 70% plunge may also will be on the cards, taking the King Crypto down to $5,000. But where do you feel the Bitcoin price is likely to go next? Let me know in the comments right down below. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome, everyone, tuning into today's live show. This is podcast episode number 1155 of the Crypto News Alerts pod. Today is January 6th, 2023, and I am your host, JV. Let's dive right into today's Crypto overall market you can see bitcoin down 0.6% trading just above 16,800 we have ether down about 1% maintaining above $1250 binance coin barely in the green up 0.3% trading just under 260 bucks while solana avalanche xrp and doge all correcting in and in the red and checking out coinmarketcap.com we can see the current crypto market cap sitting at 818 billion dollars with just above 29 billion in volume in the past 20- 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 39.6% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the T1 Hundo, crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Lido Dow leading the pack. Up nine percent for the day, trading at a dollar forty-five. Followed by Optimism, up five and a half percent, trading at a dollar eight. Followed by Nexo, up four percent, trading just above seventy-three cents. Below that, we have Loopring and Helium. Followed by Cardano and Zcash. And checking out the top one hundred crypto gainers for the past week. Finally, a sea of green for the altcoins, long overdue with Lido Dow leading the pack up 52% for the week, Hex up 33%, and Solana up a whopping 37%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators, the Crypto Greed and Fear Index shows we are currently rated a 26 in fear, yesterday at 29, last week at 28, and last month a 29 in fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, aka BTFD, pot that freaking dip. And when investors are getting into greedy that means the market is due for correction. So there you have it. Welcome once again to everyone just tuning in. I actually just got off of a live with sentiment analytics, sharing some updates for 2023, which was very intriguing and exciting to say the least. So be sure to check it out. So let's dive right into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out the price action. Bitcoin could be busy forming fundamental support in its current tight trading range, according to the latest research. In a tweet on January 6th, trading platform Trend Rider noticed that 16 8 has become an increasingly important Bitcoin price support zone, Bitcoin's lack of volatility has led commentators to debate when a breakout is likely to occur and in which direction it would likely go. So far, the increasingly narrow trading range in place since the FTX saga back in November remains in control. Now, on-chain analysis is hinting that, contrary to some beliefs, Bitcoin may not have further to fall. In the current phase of the bear market, Trendrider eyed the one-week chart to flag $16,800 as the current 100-week point of control. The price. Level generating the largest volume in the specific period and the longer period and higher the volume, the stronger the notional POC support or resistance level is. Quitting him here, new bottom forming. Accompanying comment stated: sixteen thousand eight hundred is the new one hundred weekly POC for Bitcoin. In simple terms, on the last one hundred weeks, this is the level where most volume has been traded, which is creating a potential bottom formation, as outlined here in this chart. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And should this be the case? Bitcoin could avoid the worst doomsday predictions of the recent months, including a drop to 10,000 or even potentially as low as $5,000. And longer term POCs include the 200 week at the 9,200 mark and the 300 week at $3,700, which was near the COVID cross market crash lows from back in March of 2020. Now, well activity inches higher on the exchanges. Bitcoin trading corridor was likewise firmly unmoved on the day. According to monitoring resource material indicators, the strongest near by support and resistance levels, we're at the 16 and $17,000 marks respectively. The chart of the Binance order book, which you can see on your screen, additionally showed increasing interest from the largest bracket of Bitcoin whales between the two price points. Brown mega whales seem to like this range for Bitcoin, quoting material indicators. So there you have it. Let me know if you are currently bullish or bearish on the short-term price action for the king crypto as 2023 has officially kicked off. And with that being shared, now for some interesting updates regarding the mount gox repayment plan which has been delayed yet again mount gox creditors will have more time to decide on which repayment method they want to be paid in and registered their pay information at the defunct crypto exchange in a new announcement dated january 6th mount gox trustee nubuaki Kabashi stated that the previously announced deadline for repayment selection, which was January 10th, which would have been four days away, has now officially been moved to March 10th, citing the progress by rehabilitation creditors in the selection and registration as the reason for the change in deadline. The announcement also urged creditors to complete the necessary steps before the new deadline. The update wrote that the rehabilitation creditors who fail to complete the selection and registration within the new deadline will not be able to receive their repayments or or in some cases might have to bring documents to the exchange's head office to receive their repayments in Japanese yen. The announcement wrote, their rehabilitation trustee will begin confirming the contents of your selection and registration, etc. after this point in time in order to make the repayment as promptly as possible after March 10th, 2023, Japan time. Now the update also clarified that those who have already completed the process don't need to perform it again. And in addition, the update asked those who already completed the process to abstain from making any revisions to registration to make the confirmation process more smooth. Seems like a nightmare if you were to ask me. And following the change of the selection and registration, the trustee also obtained court permission to move the deadline for the base repayment, early lump sum repayment and intermediate repayment from July 31st, 2023. The deadline is now moved to September 30th, 2023. And back on August 29th, rumors of a massive Bitcoin dump from Mt. Gox circulated on social media, which is officially FUD because no one is going to be receiving their Bitcoin, so no one could potentially dump it. However, creditors of the defunct trading platform dismissed the rumors and said they were still unable to register where they can receive the funds owed to them by Mt. Gox. So I guess the silver lining here with the whole Mount Gox situation is being no one is going to receive their Bitcoin repayments from the defunct exchange anytime soon. That means no dumping on the open market, which is definitely a bullish indicator for the king crypto as things could be potentially a lot worse, which leads us to our next story of the day, Hobby Global, which is a leading crypto exchange. There are rumors of insolvency and also they have officially announced laying off a lot of their staff, so let's break this down, and before I even dive into that, let's just check the comments to make sure you guys are here with us, and all is good, the audio levels are clear and good, holla at your boy, good to see you, JW, the Laker, Digital Dankness, Bring Facts, Matthew, Mikey Likes It, and the whole crew, uh, of course, uh Lawrence Abramoff, always a pleasure family, but, Anyways, now let's break down our next story of the day with Hobby Global. As these rumors are surfacing right now, Hobby Crypto Exchange has confirmed plans to lay off 20% of its employees as part of the ongoing restructuring following Justin Sun's acquisition of the firm. The plan layoff ratio is about 20%, but it is not implemented now. A spokesperson from Hobby Global said in a statement on January 6th, the representative emphasized that the allegations that Hobby Global are firing as many as 40% of employees is just a rumor. Hobby has established a new organizational structure after the new shareholders had taken over, the spokesperson said, adding that the firm had readjusted the business departments and with the current state of a bear market, a very lean team will be maintained going forward. The personal optimization aims to implement the brand strategy, optimize the structure, improve efficiency and return to the top three. Now, in the statement, Hobby also stressed the recent media allegations of the crypto exchanges purported insolvency are untrue. The companies represented stated we are aware of the comments regarding the hobby app and the safety of our user assets such unfounded and inflammatory rumors not only damage hobby's brand image but ultimately affects the interests of the hobby users now the users or the news comes shortly after Sun publicly addressed rumors of hobby's insolvency saying that the business stated the exchange was fine and that user assets were fully protected he also promised that hobby will fully respect the legal demands of local employees and as previously reported hobby founder and majority Shareholder Leon Lee sold his entire stake in the crypto exchange to SunLink Capital uh, in October of 2022. Apparently, Hobby subsequently launched its reorganization efforts as some key executives left the company soon after Justin Sun took over the firm. Pretty interesting, eh? The former Hobby Global tol- employee told Coin Telegraph about leaving the firm a couple of months ago as a part of the broader transition when it was rumored that Sun was acquiring. Hobby Global quitting him here. From what I know, there was a management shakeup first, the former employee noted, asking to remain anonymous. According to the source, Hobby Group chief financial officer, Lily Sheng, left the company a couple of months ago as well. I obviously don't think this is a good sign when you have top executives of an exchange leaving. It kind of reminds me of the FTX debacle. Now Hobby did not immediately respond to any follow-up questions from Coin Telegraph, but there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding the future of this crypto exchange? Do you think insolvency rumors could potentially be true? Because we even heard Sam Bankman Freed himself tell the users of FTX US that their funds were absolutely safe, and within 24 hours, they filed like Chapter 11 bankruptcy, meaning they were totally dishonest, and you couldn't trust them because he was trying to prevent a bank run, but unfortunately the damage was already done. How do you think this is likely to play out for Hobby Global and Justin Sun? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below, which leads us to our next story of the day. Let's discuss another major lender, Genesis, laying off mass peoples, which is absolutely not a good sign. Crypto lending platform Genesis Global Trading reportedly cut 30% of its workforce in its second round of layoffs in six months. According to a January 5th Wall Street Journal report, Genesis reduced its staff by 30% following the platform suffering losses from loans to Alameda Research and Three Arrows Capital. An update to its clients on January 4th said the firm planned to reduce costs as part of its business plans, quoting them here, as we continue to navigate unprecedented industry challenges, Genesis has made the difficult decision to reduce or, head, or reduce our headcount globally. The spokesperson said, these measures are part of our ongoing efforts to move our business forward. Then Genesis announced in August it had planned to cut its then 260-person workforce by 20% in an effort to eliminate costs, maybe taking a uh, a page out of the book from Elon Musk with Crypto Twitter. CEO Michael Morrow also says he would be stepping down from the leadership and moving into an advisory role. The crypto lending firm then halted withdrawals and suspended new loan originations in November, citing unprecedented market turmoil. Three Arrows Capital went bankrupt amid the bear market in 2022, while Alameda was a part of FTX's group chapter 11 filing of bankruptcy in November. Genesis had made claims of billions of dollars in loans from the two firms, and Voyager Digital, yet another firm reporting financial difficulties amid exposure to Three Arrows uh, in 2022. The company declared bankruptcy in July, and then Binance US announced plans to acquire the lending firm's assets for more than $1 billion following the collapse of FTX US. So there you have it, I also like to point out some more uncertainty going on in the market. We have the digital currency group, DCG. Yes, the parent company of Genesis. Now they allegedly, and this is, uh, Barry Silbert's company, allegedly own Gemini users over $1.6 billion from the Gemini LEN program. And unfortunately, it's the investors who have been royally screwed over as Barry Silbert's pointing the fingers at Winklevoss and Winklevoss is pointing the fingers at Barry Silbert and DCG. So it'll be Interesting to see how this all plays out because, as you know, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is basically a subsidiary company of uh, DCG, which is the digital currency group, and they're one of the biggest – holders of the Bitcoin supply. So this can lead to more contagion leading into this year, which would be absolutely uh, detrimental uh, detrimental to the crypto industry in the market as a whole. But anyways, let's pray for the best with all that. And I just pray that the the ones who were taken advantage of who are the investors, I hope they're made whole because it's very unfortunate that they're that seems to be the biggest losers in all of this versus uh, Barry Silbert or Cameron Winklevoss, etc. But anyways, That leads us to our next story of the day. More layoffs occurring, but this one with Silvergate, let's break it down. The FTX debacle triggered a bank run on Silvergate, causing the company to sell off its assets at a loss and cut the staff by 40% to cover a whopping $8.1 billion worth of customer withdrawals. According to a report published by the Wall Street Journal, the bank liquidated debt that was holding on its balance sheet to keep up with the withdrawals, losing $718 million in the process. The loss reportedly surpasses the firm's profits since 2013 not looking good. And in addition, crypto-related deposits in the firm dropped by a whopping 68% in the fourth quarter of last year. And because of this, Silvergate dismissed around 200 employees, which was 40% of its total personnel. All I know is this, when major companies are cutting employees left and right, it's not a good sign. The bank also canceled a plan to launch its own digital currency project, writing off almost 200 million that it paid Facebook to buy the technology it built for the DM project. And despite this, the bank, remains positive in its commitment to crypto and claims to have enough funds to handle a transformation phase. The bank highlights that it's taken decisive action to navigate the current Market situation: The bank has been under scrutiny from U.S. lawmakers because of its ties to FTX. Now, Alameda Research, December sixth, three U.S. senators wrote a letter to Silvergate to probe the bank's involvement in customer losses as the FTX exchange collapsed. The company's role in transitioning FTX customer funds to Alameda seems to be a failure on its end in monitoring and reporting suspicious activity, according to the letter. And on December sixteenth, a class action lawsuit was filed against Silvergate in an attempt to hold it accountable. For to allege roles on the loss of FTX customer funds. The lawsuit alleged that the bank is liable for its involvement in furthering FTX's investment fraud. So there you have it. How do you feel this is likely to play out and continue to impact the crypto market? Let me know in the comments right down below. And now for the moment you have all been waiting for, which are some very bold predictions for this year of 2023. So let's break this down, shall we? Here we go. 2022 was a rough year for crypto, to say the least. With more than 1.3 trillion dollars wiped off the value of the market, and Bitcoin, the world's largest digital coin, saw its price slump more than 60 percent. Investors were caught off guard by a wave of collapses in the industry, from stablecoin project Terra USD to crypto exchange FTX, as well as the worsening macroeconomic climate. Those who made predictions about Bitcoin's price in the past year really missed the mark. But with 2023 now here, some market players have stuck their neck out with their price calls. For what could be yet another volatile year, interest rates around the world are on the rise, and that's weighing on risk assets like stocks and Bitcoin. Investors are also watching how the FTX saga, which resulted in the arrest of the company's founder, SBF, in the Bahamas, will develop. CNBC rounds up the boldest price calls for Bitcoin in 2023. Let's start with billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper and his $250,000 call. Bitcoin bull Tim Draper had one of the most optimistic calls in Bitcoin for 2022, predicting the token would be worth a quarter million dollars. By the end of the year, and in November, the billionaire venture capitalist says he's extending the timeline for that prediction until mid 2023, even after the collapse of FTX, he is convinced the coin will hit the quarter million dollar milestone, quitting him here. My assumption is that since women control 80% of retail spending and only one in seven Bitcoin wallets are currently held by women, that the dam is about to break. Draper told CNBC via email, Bitcoin would need to rally 1400% in order for it to trade at that level. Send it, let's freaking go. And despite the depressed prices and trading volumes drying up, there could be reason to suspect the market has found the bottom, according to Draper, quoting him again here, I suspect that the halving in 2024 will have a positive run. I agree 100% with that. Now, the halving or halving is an event that happens every four years in which Bitcoin rewards the miners which are cut in half. This is viewed by some investors as positive for the Bitcoin price action as it squeezes the supply. The next halving is slated to happen sometime in 2024. That's right. It's basic supply and demand. When you have a high demand and a limited supply driven by the four-year cyclical halving cycle, that's what drives the mass uh, parabolic Bull runs, which we witness. Bitcoin miners who use power intensive machines to verify transactions and mint new tokens are being squeezed by the slump in prices and rising energy costs. These actors accumulate massive piles of digital currency, making them some of the biggest sellers in the market. And with miners offloading their holdings to pay off debts, that should remove most of them remaining selling pressure, which is currently on Bitcoin. That's historically a good sign for the king crypto. According to the vice president of corporate development at crypto exchange, Luno, in prior down markets, minor capitulation has usually indicated major bottoms, he told CNBC. Their cost to produce becomes greater than the value of the Bitcoin. Hence, you have a number of miners either switching off their machines or they need to sell more Bitcoin to keep their businesses afloat. If the market reaches a point where it's absorbing this minor sell pressure sufficiently, one can assume we are seeing a bottoming. Period. Now for the next bold prediction for 2023, coming from Standard Chartered with a low of a five thousand dollars for the King Crypto December fifth researcher notes. Standard Chartered said Bitcoin may sink as low as five thousand. The prediction, one of the bank's list of surprises that are being underpriced by markets, would represent a seventy percent plunge from the current prices. Quoting them here, yields plunge along with technology shares in Standard Chartered nightmare 2023 scenario. While the Bitcoin sell-off decelerates, the damage has been done said Eric Robertson, the bank's global head. Of research, and he adds, more and more crypto firms and exchanges find themselves with insufficient liquidity, leading to further bankruptcies and a collapse in investor confidence in digital assets. Robertson then said the scenario has a non-zero probability of occurring in the year ahead and falls materially outside of the market consensus or our own baseline views. Now for the next bold prediction for 2023, coming from Mark Mobius, he's predicting 10,000 for the King Crypto veteran investor. Mark Mobius had a. Relative relatively successful 2022 in terms of the price call. In May, he forecast Bitcoin would drop to 20000 when it was trading above 28000 which naturally he nailed it. He said Bitcoin would then fall to 10000 in 2022. That obviously did not happen. Mobius told CNBC that he is sticking for his $10,000 price call for this year. In 2023, how many of you agree with Mobius that the Bitcoin price is likely to reach a bottom of around 10000 for this year? The investor who made his name at Franklin Templeton Investments told CNBC that his bear case for Bitcoin stemmed from rising interest rates and general tighter monetary policy from the US Federal Reserve. Quitting him here with higher interest rates, the attraction of holding or buying Bitcoin or other cryptos becomes less attractive since just holding the coin does not pay interest. Now for the next bold prediction coming from Carol Alexander of a $50,000 price action for the King Crypto. She's a professor of finance at sussex university and she wasn't far off the mark with her prediction that bitcoin was slipped to ten thousand in 2022 now she thinks bitcoin could set be set for gains but not for the reasons you might expect the catalyst would be more dominoes from the ftx fallout tipping over alexander said if this happens she expects the price bitcoin will top thirty thousand dollars in the first quarter and then fifty thousand dollars by quarter three or four of this year quoting her here there will be a managed bull market in 2023 not a bubble so we won't see the price Overshooting as before, we'll see a month or two of stable trending prices interspread with range bound periods and probably a couple of short lived crashes. And Alexander's reasoning is that with trading volumes evaporating with traders on edge, large hodlers known as whales will likely step in to prop up the market. The wealthiest 97 Bitcoin wallet addresses account for 14.15% of the total supply, according to the FinTech firm river financial. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding these bold predictions for the new year? Do you think they are likely to play out or do you think unlikely? I I know a $5,000 is very improbable in my personal and humble opinion, but at the same time, Are you prepared? Because anything can happen. There could be a black swan event just like that, like we witnessed with FTX. What are potential black swans heading in – we're actually already into 2023, but heading into the halving of 2024? We have what if another major exchange goes under? We've already had Kevin O'Leary testifying in front of Congress, pointing the finger at CZ so that the SEC – Goes after them and shakes them down. They just shook down Coinbase for another hundred million dollars. We also have potential stable coins, which can collapse. Uh there's been a lot of rumors over the previous times of USDT potentially collapsing. Max Kaiser says USDT is back one by one. They're not the problem. He says USDC is the bad actor and be on the lookout for them. But if a major stable coin was to collapse, that can definitely send the Bitcoin price a lot lower. Now, what about the quarter million dollar prediction from Tim Draper? He obviously Missed the mark last year, but still eternally optimistic. So I got to respect him for that. And even on New Year's, he came out on Twitter with a hat that said 250,000 by 2022, along with a t-shirt and says, even though it did not happen this year, he is still optimistic that it can happen this year in 2023. And he says it will absolutely happen. And it's inevitable to happen before the next halving, which is set to occur in 2024. But let me know which predictions you likely agree or disagree with. Let me know in the comments right down below. And don't forget that check out cryptonewsalerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.